Amen. And uh, I do believe that God has a word for us, but we want to take moments like this and we want to celebrate uh, because it is important, amen, that we, that we take time to notice our mothers and then don't worry, gentlemen, your day's coming. Father's Day's coming as well. And uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're giving honor where honor is due, amen. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 13 Amen. It's good to have all of our guests and visitors, all of our mothers and our grandmothers. Uh, it's good to have Robert and Betty with us in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 3, verse 13. I believe that I have a word for us here today. And I know I'm the only thing standing between you and some desserts. So I'm going to move through this rapidly. And then we're going to have a time of prayer. And it's going to be a wonderful wonderful time in Jesus today. Amen. The Bible says this, and the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow in thy conception. and sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy, des thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Now, I want to I take from just a portion of this scripture. We don't have time to get through all of it here today. Um, but you may have missed it. There was a promise there that was given to the woman. He says, I will put enmity between thee, speaking of the serpent, and the woman. There was going to be an opposition between the woman and the devil. And God was letting her know that through this opposition you are going to bring forth a child. And that child is going to redeem mankind. Now you may not see it all in this one verse, but as we look through the Bible, we do know that there was a day that was coming where a son was going to be born, a child was going to be given, and his name was going to be called Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says he was born of a woman. Amen. Our Savior came from a mother. Hallelujah. And, uh, and I want to preach to us for a few moments here today on this subject. Every mother's battle. Every mother's battle. Would you set down your Bibles and lift up your hands? Would you pray with me here today as we get into the Word of God? Amen. Would you lift up your voice? Hallelujah. We're praying because there is a battle. There is opposition. There is a fight. But we believe that there is a promise, amen, in the midst of it all. That there is salvation that comes through it. Amen. God, that there is, there is victory that comes through this. Hallelujah. That there might be pain, but God, there's also promise. There's also blessings. Come on, somebody lift up your voice and let's pray for a few moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Come on, you might have walked in and you've been fighting battles, but I want you to know that you are not fighting by yourself. Hallelujah. But the Lord is fighting with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. 
Amen. I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers, all of our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers, our stepmothers, our fill-in mothers, our new mothers, our soon-to-be mothers. Amen. And yes, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of our church mothers. Amen. I am standing here today because I had a few church mamas, hallelujah, that when I didn't know what was going on in my life, amen, when my home life was turned upside down, I had some good church mothers. Some of them weren't even mothers themselves, but I had some good church mothers that came around and prayed for me. I want to tell you here today that you are important. Amen. I want to preach to us about Every mother's battle. I want to talk to all of the ladies here today, but gentlemen, don't tune out because I'm going to have you pray with us here this afternoon. But I want to talk to all of the ladies, all of the young girls, all of the mothers, amen, all the grandmothers. Amen. I want you to notice that the very introduction of opposition in the Bible comes right here in Genesis chapter 3. The Bible says that the serpent, speaking of the devil, the enemy of humanity, was more subtle, he was more crafty and cunning than any beast of the field. But it's interesting how he decided to attack. Amen. How he decided to start the war on mankind. The Bible says he said unto the woman. Amen. He was interested in getting to all of mankind. But when he went after mankind, he started by going after the women. Ladies, I came to preach for your benefit here today. Amen. I want you to know that the adversary of humanity has always attacked women, has always gone after ladies because he knows, amen, what a woman can produce and what a woman can do. Amen. I want you to know that you are not under attack here today because you are weak. Hallelujah. Somebody said amen. You are not under attack because you are somehow less than. But the truth is you have been facing opposition, amen, from that old serpent, the devil, because of what you can do, not because of what you can't do. Somebody give God praise here today. Man, I want you to notice how he attacked the woman. His attack was directed. It was intentional. He attacked her at the soul. Amen. If I could put it this way, the soulish realm. Amen. David said it this way, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. There's something about the soul that has, amen, a little bit of a ladylike quality. Amen. Let me break it down for you. The soul is the seat of the thoughts and the emotions, and ultimately it is where the will comes into place. Amen. The battle is spiritual. Amen. But when the adversary comes in, he does not just go for spiritual things. He goes after your soul. He goes after your mind. He goes after your emotions. I'll prove it to you here today. He said to the woman, hath God said. He began to introduce a man to the woman. I'm going to open up your mind. I'm going to open up your thoughts. We're going to have a discussion about the information that you have received from God. Amen. He starts by attacking her mind. Has God said? But then I want you to notice immediately he begins to not only ask about the information, but he starts putting negative 
emotions on the information. He said, has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? In other words, he took what God had made a positive and he turned it into a negative. He started with information, but that information got coupled with emotions. What's he doing? It's a strategic attack, uh, amen, where he is attacking this woman at her very soul. The devil is tempting Eve. He's engaging her in her thoughts, and then he is planting seeds of doubt into her emotions. Uh, he is attacking her at her emotions, uh, which is ultimately leading her to change her perception. He wants Eve to look at God a little bit differently than how she showed up to the conversation. And all it took was a little playing of the emotions. And now he's changing her from seeing God as being good and giving to God being someone that is mean, that is withholding good things. I've come to help us here today. You've got to be careful. Amen. What emotions you allow to run rampant in your mind because it very well could be that you're in a battle but you don't know it. Eve was under attack but she did not realize it at the moment. The adversary was coming in and he was trying to change the way she saw God. He wanted to change the way that she saw her family. He wanted to change the way that she saw, amen, her life in that garden. And all it took was just a changing of a couple emotions and he was able to stage his attack perfectly amen I want you to know that you are under attack to hear attack here amen in this generation the fight has not stopped with Eve it has continued on he engaged her in her mind and then in her emotions by doing this it convinced her to enact her will amen based on the current perception she had James chapter 1, verse 14 and 15, it tells us how temptation runs its course. Everybody is tempted when they are drawn away of their own lust. This is personalized seeds that are planted. This lust then conceives and, amen, it starts to germinate. It starts to grow, amen. We're seeing a birthing process. And then it brings forth or it births sin and death, the final product of temptation. It's interesting to note that the enemy wanted to destroy mankind as a whole. His hatred for, amen, God's creation, that would be you and I, is clearly seen. Yet he did not go after the man. He did not attack the man. He went after the ladies. He went after the woman. Amen. Hypothetically speaking, this would be a fail-proof, amen, plan to ruin humanity. Even if Adam resisted temptation to disobey God, the headwaters of humanity would have already been poisoned from the devil's activity with the woman. He did not go after the man because he knew that the woman has the potential to produce the rest of humanity. And if I can ruin the woman, if I can ruin the mother, I'll ruin the kids as well. Amen. Ladies, I want you to be on your guard here today. Today, I want to wake you up to a reality that the world does 
not want you to know. There is an adversary of your soul, amen, that is coming to destroy you because of the potential that is latent within you. Somebody give God praise here today. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. The devil's plan to ruin humanity would have been fulfilled simply by going after the woman. Amen. The same is still true today by attacking women, by attacking mothers. Uh, he is subsequently destroying all future men and women because there is not a human on earth. Uh, amen. Jesus Christ included uh, that did not come through a woman, that did not come through a mother. Uh, the devil knows uh, I've got to try to stop anything good uh, that could come into this world. Uh, have you ever wondered uh, why the adversary through the Bible was always intent on killing children and oppressing women. I'll tell you why. Because he did not want, amen, God's people to grow. He did not want God's people to multiply. Man, we are under attack in the 21st century. Women... I've come to preach to you and for your benefit. We learn from, from science. We learn from life. We learn through the Bible that women are multipliers. All the devil has to do is sow a seed. Amen. Women multiply that which you give them. You give them a house. Gentlemen, you ought to shout on this one. You give them a house and they give you a home. You give them ingredients and they give you a meal. You give them a seed and they will birth you a child. Amen, ladies. Amen. You get the right things invested in your life. You get the word of God working in your life. And there is no telling what you will make of it. I wish somebody would shout and give God praise here today. That's why it's important to come to the house of God. Because God wants to implant things into your life that can multiply and grow. Amen. The world out there is against you. The devil is against you. But I've got good news for every lady in the building. The hand of God is on you. Amen. The power of God is with you. And God is for you. Somebody give God a shout of praise. Amen. If you give it to them, they'll multiply it. They'll make something of it. Amen. I'll preach to the men a little bit later. But, uh, but today I came to benefit the ladies. Amen. But, but, but you've got to see this from both sides of the coin. If you give them something good, they'll multiply it. But if you give them something negative, it will start to stew. It will start to fester. And it will start to grow. Amen. The devil comes through and attacks simply by planting a seed. All it took was one seed of negativity about God, and it was enough to cause the woman to reconsider everything that God had said. The devil attacks us, amen, and, and the devil comes through, and he will fight. Ladies, I want you to be on your guard. He will fight you at your marriage. Hallelujah. He will fight you in your marriage because he knows what will be produced if you both live for God with all of your heart. And so what he does is he comes by and he sows just a little seed of discord, just a little seed of bitterness, just a little seed of financial strain, just a little seed of external stresses that are outside your control. He'll sow just a little seed of emotional detachment. He'll 
show just a little seed of, of, of a lack of communication and thereby starts breaking down the marriage unit of husband and wife. If that's not enough, he brings an all-out assault from our world upon marriages. He, been, he tries to get them to think that their marriage is over, that there's no hope for it, that they would be happier doing something else. Amen. Leaving the man they're with. And all it took was a little seed of doubt. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray here today. Come on, I came to minister, amen, grace to the hearers. Let's pray. Ladies, I'd like you to pray with me here for a moment. Amen, you you, you got to understand that the devil's trying to plant those seeds there. Uh, amen, seeds of doubt, seeds of discontentment. Uh, amen, because he doesn't want you to multiply it and make it better. Uh, come on, let's pray for a few moments. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, he will attack the, 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 the household. He goes after the kids by going through the mother. He will sow seeds of anxiety, seeds of doubt about your abilities as a mother. Amen. He'll sow irrational fears, amen, about your child's safety. There's some folks, uh, amen, this is why there's, there's young men living with their parents till they're 40 years old because mom is too scared to let them go out and face the real world. Uh, but what you don't know is that there was a seed that was planted there, amen, by an adversary, uh, amen, that, that wants you to be surrounded and, and controlled by fear, controlled by doubt, controlled by anxiety, controlled by stress. Uh, but I've come to preach that there's a God of heaven that has come and sent a preacher into this building to let you know that you are not fighting this battle by yourself and you do not have to settle. Oh, somebody give him praise. The adversary of your soul will try to go after your life. Amen. He will sow, amen, doubts of, of, of worry. Amen. Seeds of worry. He'll even try to go after your character. He'll sow seeds of gossip and give you an opportunity. Maybe it's the flip side of it. He'll give you, amen, seeds of paranoia that everybody's talking about you. Everybody's looking at you. What's he doing? He's attacking you at your soul. He's attacking you in your thoughts and in your emotions. But let let me give somebody an understanding. The devil is attacking. Amen. Let me explain why the devil is attacking. Because in your very essence, in your very creation, in your very DNA, you are called to nurture. You are caused, amen, and called to grow and to produce, amen, the promises that God brings into your life. Oh, somebody pray for a few moments. Come on, let's pray. Amen. He wants to fight that promise while it's still in seed form. Amen. He's going to sow other things. He's going to sow tears and sow problems and sow anxieties and, and all this because he knows what you are potentially going to produce. Somebody pray for just a few moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Genesis 3 and 20 that Eve was the mother of all living. The enemy was opposed to the woman because she was the embodiment of life itself there's one thing that the devil has come to do the bible says he's come to steal kill and to destroy anything that could produce anything that is producing joy he wants to destroy it 
Anything that's producing peace, he wants to take it out. Anything that's producing happiness, uh, he wants to eliminate it because, uh, amen, Jesus said, I came to give life and life more abundantly. Jesus is the one that is trying to produce life, uh, amen, and yet the enemy does not want anything that is like Jesus to be produced uh, in your life. Uh, she was the enemy, amen, of, of, the, of, of the devil because, uh, amen, it was promised and prophesied uh, that through the woman, the Messiah, was going to be formed and from that day God wanted the woman to know it was not a curse on the woman but he wanted the woman to be aware that you're going to have a battle and there is going to be a fight and I could take you from Genesis to Revelations and prove the point amen that every every person that was born every man child that was born of a mother of a woman they looked and said maybe this is the Messiah maybe it's Cain and it wasn't Cain maybe it's Seth, but it wasn't Seth. Maybe it's Noah, but it wasn't Noah. And so on and so forth. Amen. But the attack started, amen, not upon the child, but the attack started upon the mother because the enemy knew that there is going to be a child born that is going to uproot my authority in this world. There is going to be a child born, amen, and I've got to fight every mother. Can I preach to every mother in this building? The adversary knows that Jesus was going to be born of a woman, that there was going to be good things that came from a woman, and he's doing everything he can, amen, for thousands of years and today to destroy your life, to destroy your marriage, amen. But I came to preach that God has come to help every mother. God has come to help everybody. Oh, come on, let's give God praise here today. Come on, somebody ought to give God praise this afternoon. Devil, you might try your best, but you cannot win. Amen, because God has already ordained that there's going to be victory. God has already ordained what the woman will produce will destroy every attack of the enemy. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and let's magnify the Lord. Come on, let's pray for a few moments. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There is an adversary of your soul, but I want you to know that God's already promised and already prophesied that which will be produced will destroy everything the devil's trying to plant in your life. You've got to hold on to the promise. Hallelujah. She was going to have this, this fight, but yet there was also a promise. This promise was that she was going to produce something that would finalize the fight. Amen. And we know that prophecy to be of Jesus Christ. Amen. And, and, and mothers, let me help you here today. Amen. Mary birthed Jesus. But on Acts chapter 2, the Bible says Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there. And she received the gift of the Holy Ghost. She birthed Jesus. But on Acts chapter 2, verse 1, amen, when the Holy Ghost was poured out, amen, Jesus birthed Mary. Amen. What she produced was going to be the blessing she needed. Amen. What she produced was going to save her. Amen. The devil wants to fight you. Amen. And every little seed God has given to you because he knows that what it will produce, amen, will be joy. What it will produce will be goodness. What it will produce is righteousness. You might just have a couple young kids at the house, but he knows that one day those kids might rise up and preach the gospel to somebody else. They might become a missionary. And so what's he going to do? He's going to fight mama. 
because if he fights mama and gets mama to quit, baby will never know about Jesus. If he can get mama to give up, amen, and stop praying, amen, the little Timmy will never pray himself. But if mom can make it up in her mind, I'm going to engage in the fight. I'm going to engage in the battle. I'm going to, come on, I'm going to produce something great. Oh, somebody give God praise here today. What is the enemy's end game? Why is it that he always goes and he plants these seeds? We see this throughout the scriptures. He wants to get you off track. He wants to get you off track about in your marriage with your kids. Amen. Because his end desires that he can steal your future. Amen. The woman nurtures the promise, keeps the promise alive. Amen. And protects the promise. There's something about that nurture. There's something about that, 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 that. That, that, that nature inside of a mother, uh, amen, that is interested in taking what is, uh, amen, that others would have forsaken and let go, uh, but they begin to nurture it, they begin to work on it, uh, amen, and it grows and it produces, uh, amen. There's some people here today that think, well, I just got to get my kids to 18, uh, amen, but I want you to know that you are fulfilling your calling every day. Uh, you get up uh, and you change the diaper. You're fulfilling a calling. Uh, every day you wipe a snotty nose, uh, Every time you discipline and say, I wouldn't go that direction, you might think you're just trying to get them out of high school, amen, and into the world. But I want you to know, amen, that you are raising up a generation, amen, that can influence the entire world. You may not know it today, mama, amen, the reason you're fighting so hard is because you might be raising a Noah, which the Bible says was a preacher of righteousness. You might be raising a Moses, which the Bible says was a deliverer. You might might be raising a Rebecca, which the Bible says was a willing vessel. You might be raising a Samuel, which the Bible says he was a prophet where none of his, his words fell to the ground. You might be raising an Esther who is called for such a time as this to minister to this generation. You might be raising a Timothy who became an apostolic preacher. You don't know what you got in your house, but I'll tell you what, if you can use it, if you can work on it, if you can pray for it, come on, if you can believe for it, if you cannot quit for it, you just might produce something great. Oh, somebody give God praise. Come on, let's pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1 and 5, when I call to remembrance the unfaith, unfeigned faith that is in thee, speaking of Timothy, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and in thy mother Eunice, I am persuaded uh, that it is in thee also. Uh, can I preach to some grandmas in the house? Uh, amen. How you live really does matter. Well, I already raised my kids. Uh, you got some grandkids that are here or on the way. Uh, and how you live, those kids and those grandkids, uh, amen, the faith that's in you can be presented to the next generation. Amen. The way you live for God does make a difference. Don't let the devil tell you your job's over. You can quit and give up. Amen. How you pray matters. How you worship matters. Amen. You might be a church mama today. Amen. No kids in the house of God. But I want you to know that the faith that's in you can get into the next generation. The faith that's in you can get from one generation to another. Oh, somebody give God praise. Let's stand across the building and lift up our hands. Let's magnify the Lord. Come on, everybody in this house. 
Amen. I want you to pray. Hallelujah. Gentlemen, I want you to pray for every lady in this house. The devil is fighting them, but it's because he knows what the capability to produce things is. I want you to pray for them like you'd pray for yourself. Amen. Devil, you can't have the ladies of our church. Devil, you cannot win. Amen. Because we're going to pray for them. We're going to defend them. Oh, come on, somebody pray right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let's pray. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Yes, you're fighting. I know it seems a little severe. I know there's days you want to quit and times you want to give up. But what you produce, amen, what, you, what you're producing right now will affect every generation hereafter. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Come on, let's pray in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost. There's some ladies that you have been under severe attack and you feel, amen, so much anxiety because it seems like the adversary has been fighting you. Amen. It's because the influence you have on every generation hereafter. Amen. You might be a grandma, but it's the influence you have on your grandkids. You might be a mom, but it's the influence you have on your children. You might be a church mom. It's the influence you have on a young person that doesn't have any family in church. Amen. Come on. You might just be here today thinking, I'm not, I don't see like I have a lot of purpose. you got purpose here today. Amen. I want to remind us here today there was opposition in Sarah's life but I want you to remember it was a mother by the name of Sarah that persisted in God for her son Isaac and he became the promised one. There was some opposition in Jacobed's life but I want to remind you this mother by the name of Jacobed did not fear Pharaoh's commandments and she hid her son, and he became a deliverer for the nation of Israel. I know we like to preach a lot about the men in the Bible, but I just came to talk about, amen, some of the powerful ladies that if it was not for the mothers, those boys would have never been anything. Amen. Can anybody testify? Hallelujah. Amen. It was a mother by the name of Hannah that prayed so earnestly to God that her son Samuel became the most well-known prophet in the entire Bible. It was a grandmother, let me preach to the grandmothers, by the name of Ruth that followed in the ways of God even though she could have gone back to her own people. And her grandson was a young man by the name of David that killed giants, that slew lions and bears, and ultimately became became the king of Israel and a man after God's own heart. It was a mother by the name of Elizabeth that after many years of it not happening had enough faith to still believe in God that produced a child by the name of John who went and baptized all of the nation of Israel round about. And finally, it was a mother by the name of Mary that did not know it was going to how it was going to happen, but she trusted in God's plan uh, and she produced the Savior that we worship week in and week out uh, by the name of Jesus. And the devil sowing seeds in your life of doubt, depression, anxiety. He's playing with your emotions day in and day out causing your nerves to go, I wonder what you're going to produce. 
I wonder why he's trying so hard to get you to quit on your marriage. I wonder why the enemy is trying so hard to get you to give up on your backslidden kids. I wonder why the enemy's trying so hard. Could I help you understand it? It could be that what you will produce if you keep on praying, if you keep on trusting God, if you keep on following God, that what you produce, amen, will be greater than what you face come to preach to all of the mothers all of the ladies in the house of God keep the promises of God alive fight for your marriage fight for your kids fight for your grandkids fight for your prodigal children that are no longer in church Fight for those, those people in the house of God that don't have any family in church. Fight for your joy. Amen. Because who knows, your joy just might produce joy in somebody else's life. The Bible tells of a, of a mother by the name of Rizpah. One of the most, one of the most faith-ridden people in the Bible that we never talk about. The Bible says her sons, her sons were killed. And she stood out there for four to six months beating the birds away. Think about that for a moment. Most people say they're, they're dead, just let them go. She said, they might be dead to you, but those are my kids. She beat the birds away. I wonder how many people in this house, you have kids that aren't in church right now. They're not living for God. And the adversary would say, just give up. They, don't even try. But I wonder if you could let that faith rise up in the house. Says, this is my fight. Devil, this is my battle, but I am not going to sit back and be passive about it. Uh, amen. I'm going to fight uh, the good fight of faith. Uh, the Bible says there was a mother and her boy was dead and on his way to the funeral. Uh, amen. But Jesus showed up and she let Jesus stop the funeral. Uh, and that little boy was raised again to life. Uh, the Bible tells us of a Syrophoenician woman, uh, amen, that came to Jesus uh, and said, my daughter is possessed of the devil because, yes, the devil doesn't just go after full-grown adults. He goes after little girls too. And I came to preach to every woman, every girl in this house, amen, that God is going to fight your battles. Amen, that if you will get God, amen, involved in the fight, that you don't have to fight by yourself. And this mother said, I have tried everything I can, but I will not fight by myself. I understand my family's being afflicted of the devil. I understand there's a battle. I understand it's spiritual. And she showed up to Jesus and said, Jesus, could you heal my daughter? And I want you to know what Jesus did. He said, it's not for me to give the crumbs to dogs. Jesus wasn't called her a dog, but what he was doing was he was saying, I want to know how much the enemies mess with your emotions. Are you going to get offended right now? She said, hey, you can call me whatever you want. It doesn't matter what or who I am. She says, I've got a little girl 
that needs a healing. And she said, yeah, I might be a dog. Yeah, you can call me whatever you want, but I'm not going to get offended by that. You know why? Because I need a miracle. I wonder if there's any mothers, any ladies in the building that are desperate enough, amen, for God to move, that they're not going to get offended, amen, by how Jesus moves. They will just let Jesus into the fight. And Jesus said, great is your faith. From this very moment, the devil's going to leave your house. The devil's not welcome under your roof. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and pray. Come on, I want us to pray for a few moments. You might have walked in this building. And you have been fighting, you have been fighting, you have been fighting. But if you can get to Jesus and involve Jesus in this battle, involve Jesus in this fight, I know with all of my heart that Jesus is going to work it all out for your good. I want to invite every lady and every girl to come up to the front here. We're going to pray for you. If you feel comfortable with it, I want to invite every lady, every mother, Every girl, if you could come up here and just line up in the front, we're going to have a time of prayer. I know a lot of times we focus on sometimes young people, we focus on men, but let's focus on ladies for a little while. Go ahead and come as close as you feel comfortable with. That's all right. Spread out. Spread out. Gentlemen, we're going to pray as well. If we were to be honest, there's a big battle going on. The fight is heavy. Sometimes it's a little bit too much to bear. You want to quit and give up some days. But you have come to the house of God this afternoon. You have made a decision by showing up, Jesus, I need your help. I need to involve you in this fight. I know the battle is severe. I know that sometimes it feels like there's no way out. But Jesus, I am going to involve you in this fight. And as you do that, I want you to lift up your hands, ladies. Let's pray. Gentlemen, I want us to pray right now. This might be your sister. This might be your mother, your grandmother. Amen. It might just be a church mother. But I want you to pray right now. Ladies, you are not in this fight by yourself, but I want you to also be encouraged. The reason you are fighting so hard is because the adversary is concerned. Amen. Because he's afraid of what you will produce if you keep on keeping on, if you keep on praying, if you keep on loving God, if you keep on worshiping. What would transpire in your family? What would change in your heritage? What would change in your grandkids if you kept on praying for I want you to keep on praying right now, moms. Come on, right now, ladies. Come on, pray right now for your kids. Pray right now for your mother. Pray right now. Come on for your grandma, whatever it might be. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. Gentlemen, I want you to pray. If you got a mother or a spouse up here, I want you to come pray with them. It might be a church mother. I want you to come pray with them and say, devil, you cannot have the ladies of, of this generation. You cannot have the ladies of Apostolic Revival Center. Devil, you might be fighting, but there is a church that is fighting as well. Come on, pray right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray in the name of Jesus.
Come on, let's hear, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Devil, you're a liar. Come on. This, this is not going to finish me off. I'm not going to allow it to affect me to the place where I don't become what God has called me to be. I'm not going to allow this to affect me, amen, to ruin my future. I'm going to keep on pressing. I'm going to bring Jesus into the fight. I this building you're in a battle but you don't have to battle by yourself Sorry. 